Voices from the front lines. That was Nina Simone having trouble getting on track, but we love her anyway, and uh, <laughs> here comes the sun. Uh, so, this is Eric Mann. You're on Voices from the Front Lines. I'm in studio with Channing Martinez, your producer and co host. And we are on Fund Drive again. Now, we have an interesting premium today, which is going to be as we always do on these fun drives, uh, a conversation about another subject. So this is about a pretty brutal subject. It's, it's, it's a film called Invisible Hands, and the subject is child slave labor on the agribusinesses of the world. It's an important film. The premium is $100 for the film Invisible Hands, which is a 120-minute documentary. I'm sorry, $100 for the film and $120, which will explain for a film showing uh, at Occidental College on June 9th, okay, from 2 to 5 p.m., which is National Children's Day. All right, so you get $100 for the film, $120 for two tickets and the film. Now, I'm going to frame it a little bit, and Channing's going to frame it a little bit, then we're going to play the... uh, the trailer, then we're going to say a few more words, and then we're going to play the beginning of a pretty long clip that I'd like you to listen to. So you're on KPFK 90.7. This is your show, Voices from the Front Lines. Now, a lot of you are confused because you say, is this Tuesday at 3? No, it's Wednesday at 2, which took me a while to figure out. So uh, I am here Wednesday at 2 for a special edition of Voices from the Front Lines. Um Channing has seen more of it, and I've been listening to the audio clips. But uh, uh, the basic idea is that this is a film, as you know, about agricultural child labor. It's a rough film. It's a rough listen. So why, besides the fact that you support KPFK, would you want to see this film? Because the world is really coming to an end, and because I mean it in the most serious way— and that imperialism is falling apart. So you learn about specific ills of a dying system with the goal of hoping for a revolutionary change. And because every specific issue is a consciousness raising for yourself. So this film is going to talk to you, first of all, about 
the oppression of labor internationally. It's also going to talk about that labor is not simply, it's not genderless, it's not raceless. This is a lot of third world women and third world children, uh, most of whom are women, but young girls, I should say, and, but there's also many young boys. It's also, the film is not going to tell you enough about U.S. imperialism and it's going to be more of an anti-corporate film, which I agree with, but I don't think it's sufficient. But it's an important film. That's the main point. It's called Invisible Hands, and there's a, cri a crisis, a massive crisis of super-exploited labor in the third world, which is mainly women and mainly, it turns out now, children. So 818-985-5735. You're going to give $100 to support Voices from the Frontlines and support KPFK. And then also, uh, for $120, you're going to get two tickets to see the actual film, Invisible Hands. Channing and then Lissette, we're going to go to the clip, to the first one. Absolutely. 818-985-5735. We are urging you guys to both get this film and attend the actual film screening. You know, I saw most of the film. And the first thing that is taken me by shock is how much I learned about even where your basic products come from. And, you know, that, that's kind of a low level. But even just thinking about that inside of the United States, a lot of times they don't want you to know where your products come from. They just want you to blindly purchase and continue supporting the system. So there's a whole conversation about palm oil in the actual documentary. And... You know, I keep hearing about palm oil in Central America, and then they have a whole discussion about palm oil in Indonesia, China, Africa, and all over the world. But not many people actually know what it is. And in fact, a lot of companies are using it as a, um, I can't remember the word, but to basically make products last longer. So, right. you know, they just have a moment in the film that's like a one, like literally one minute moment where they show you over 150, 200 product, products, they just flash them in front of your face of what palm oil is used for. And just about everything you can think of from coffee to toothpaste to the actual oil to the actual hair gels to, you know, hand soaps and dishwashing soaps, everything you can think about is using palm oil right now. Well, that's because Channing Mar Martinez has a very inquiring mind, and so do I. So we are always trying to learn things. So let's uh, let's that, now let's run the the uh, trailer for the film. the The film is called Invisible Hands. It's a hundred dollars. Call eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five. Go ahead, please. The children are working day in and day out as slaves. At least animals can roam around freely. But these children can't. They have no dream. Virtually no country is immune to child labor, and virtually no industry is immune to child labor. They become pawns in this international economic process. We reported total revenue of more than $482 billion. It's their suffering turned into our clothes and our food and our jewelry and our chocolate. 
We don't know that it's being produced by forced child labor in many cases, kids that are child slaves. Those that are actually doing the burning, preparing the plantations, spraying the herbicides, which are in many cases banned in other parts of the world, doing so without protection, these workers too often are children. Companies often aren't interested in finding out what is actually happening. The problem is really enforcement. Companies like Philip Morris International, British American Tobacco, Altria Group, Reynolds American. They've set up a system where they don't have the responsibility for what happens on the farms. Are you aware that there is child trafficking on cocoa farms across Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire? These are very rare cases. When we uh, detect uh, such cases through, through our system, we uh, immediately alert the authorities. When I was in Ghana in, in December, on all the farms I visited, I found incidences of trafficked children. Didn't seem very rare to me. That was the trailer from the film Invisible Hands. $100 for 818-985-5735. One thing, I w I'm going to move pretty quickly to the next clip, but I, I want to start with something that is important. Everybody knows. You know. It's not just the companies know. They didn't know. Of course they know. It's a world system. I hope you know that you live in a country that was based on the genocide of 100 million indigenous people who were here for 10,000 15,000 years building a very advanced mm -hmm. civilization. How can you not know once you have the information? You know it was built on the transatlantic slave trade that killed more than, killed more than 15 million people in the transatlantic passage. So you know that. You know that there's a million black people in prison today. You know there's 2.5 million people. It's not that you don't know. The question is, do you care? Right. And do you really want to care every single second. I mean, you could care on Monday and then say, that's a good point. And then the next day, you just want to go out in the world and not know. So the reason you see these films is because you got to know. And it forces you to know that if you see this film, it's a women's film. It's a young girl's film. It's a third world film. Its strength, as Channing was explaining, is not going to be that the United States government, which we're going to talk about, is the greatest purveyor of violence in the world. It's a world system of imperialism. It's not Procter & Gamble over here. It's not Monsanto over there. It's, it's an economic system, but here's where we disagree. It's not any more fundamentally economic, although it's economic in its root. It's now a fundamentally integrated political, economic, social cultural system run by the U.S. Army with almost a trillion dollars in money, run by military bases all over the world, police forces from South Central to South Asia. So that's why you become a revolutionary. That's why you become a communist. That's why you become a pan-Africanist. That's why people in the 60s wanted to join a revolutionary organization because we didn't want to just fight every single issue on its own terms. Now, having said that, why are you going to call 818-985-5735 and give us money? Because this film already has got me very angry because it's forced me, as Channing was saying, to think about a thing that is, as much as I think, there's more I have to think. As much as I know, there's so much I know 
there's much more I don't know than I do know, and I work at it pretty close now to 24-7. So the question is, do you want to know? And we hope that at the end of the film, there's going to be groups dealing with child labor and groups dealing with problems in the third world, campaigns against specific companies. That is not the solution, but it's a piece of the solution. So if you care about children and if you care about child labor, if you care about corporate abuse, it's going to be a hard film because this is what we call a muckraking film. It's not going to give you a solution, but it's going to put a problem right in your face. Now, I know you're sitting there saying, I already got enough problems in my face. Could you give me a skin cream? Could you give me a therapist to make me, can you give me a dating service? And no, you can't get your money back if you don't get a date. But the question is, that's not what we're offering today. We're offering pure exposure of, of the abuse of children. And when she used the word trafficking, I'm not sure since I haven't seen the film, you did. Are they also talking about sexual trafficking, or they simply mean the trap, which is bad enough, the trafficking of children and moving them into these slave labor conditions? Uh, as of thus far, it's just the trafficking of children, but I haven't seen the last 15 minutes. Okay. But so, I mean, that is a traffic, you know, what we're pointing is that these are children who are either kidnapped or forced into the labor market. And as the film points out, because their parents are unemployed, so they have unemployed adults now, right. even in the third world. Um, I'm going to go right to the clip, if that's okay. Yes. 818-985-5735. If Kiana Williams is anywhere, sure, come on in. Alan, come on in. Let's listen to the clip, and please call in to KPFK, 818-985-5735. for the film, $120 for the, for the film showing as well. In the United States today, it is legal for children as young as 12 to work on any farm of any size. For small farms or family farms, there is no minimum age requirement. Hundreds of thousands of American kids pick blueberries, strawberries, sweet potatoes, and other crops sold nationwide. Because many of these children don't finish school, they often remain trapped in a cycle of poverty. The history of agricultural labor is one that comes right out of slavery uh, into the Jim Crow South, uh, and now relies largely on immigrant labor that's uh, often underpaid and overworked. In 1938, as part of the New Deal, the US Congress passed the Fair Labor Standards Act which attempted to keep children under the age of 16 out of the workforce. The agricultural sector, however, was excluded. Franklin Roosevelt pushed those laws through, but the Democratic Party was this strange alliance of northern urban citizens and labor unions and southern white supremacists whose economy rested on low-wage labor, and who also didn't want African-American workers uh, to be able to organize for any purpose, because organizing for labor unions w might be a stepping stone toward organizing for civil rights. I started working in tobacco because 
my parents sometimes they couldn't like sometimes the money was kind of short for them to pay the bills so I couldn't get like um, supplies for school and um, yeah that's mainly the main reason why I worked in the fields. I had to work because my mom didn't have enough money for us. So. A single parent making 725 or even 825 uh, doing seasonal agricultural work can't afford to feed their family. Uh, it's just not a possibility. And so, um, you know, families have to come together. You have to have uh, more, as many people as possible working. Uh, and that's really, you know, the main root cause of, of why so many young people are, are doing work that's often dangerous. I've been working in the field since I was eight, and I'm 17 now, and I'm still working in tobacco fields. We're going to continue with a clip from Invisible Hands. Our happy Keanu Williams is joining us in studio. The film is $100, 818-985-5735. We need you to call in to help Voices from the Frontlines, to help uh, KPFK. There's a, the reason I wanted to stop the clip there is because there's a very important set of histories. I mean, I read history, I really do three or four hours a day now, uh, and this whole New Deal, you know, there's a lot of discussion now of a Green New Deal, which I don't support because I will not ever say the word New Deal. The New Deal under Franklin Roosevelt, I mean, I may support some of the things they're doing, by the way. I just, I'm trying to say that let's not glorify the New Deal because you just heard what they said. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a racist. And what you don't understand is when they said in the film... It was a strange combination of northern, they couldn't even say liberals because they're correct, northern people and southern white supremacists, meaning southern slave owners, during the you know Jim Crow. So what happened was that Roosevelt was trying to pass minimum protections for workers, but the southern racists who he needed for the show, for the uh, passing of the bill, were totally based on slavery in the South now under Jim Crow. So they would not allow uh, agricultural workers to organize and domestic workers to organize under the National Labor Relations Act. Why? Because domestic workers back in the 30s were black and agricultural workers in the 30s were black. Mm -hmm. So you can't say you support the New Deal. And by the way, Roosevelt would not pass an anti-lynching bill either. And Roosevelt also sent back Jews to Germany who were on a ship called the Baltimore. And Roosevelt also was in with Hitler in ways that I would explain later. So what's the point of this? That the root of these problems is not transnational corporations, unfortunately. They are a form of the problem. The root of the problem now is that the U.S. government state is in bed with and working in, on behalf of these manufacturers. And that's why Roosevelt wouldn't even offer the protections. And later, you're going to hear that Obama tried and then backed down. So this is a rough film, folks. I, I, I understand that. 818-985-5735. The reason we want to watch it is because it is a wake-up call around a new specific problem that maybe some of you already know about, which is the use of literal or child slave labor, which is heavily women and heavily third world people all over the world. 818-985-5735. Hi, Kiana. Nice to have you. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. I just want to piggyback off of what you're saying, but take it a little step further, just a, a step further, and to say that um, 
we should really take personally our purchases. So when we're going out shopping for food, we need to uh, consider the brands that we buy, food, clothing, whatever, vehicles, it doesn't even matter because we really need to consider which invisible hands were used in the making of these products that we're going to be taking home. What kind of energy are we taking home? And if this, if these hands were that of a child, well, that's problematic. So when it comes to our personal responsibility, I think we need to really look at where we, where we spend our dollars. Which is why you need to get the film at 818-985-5735. I'm going to keep playing another part of the clip, and then Channing, you'll come in as soon as the clip is over. Sure. We would start around 5 or 6 and get out until 7 or 8 in the night. That's a long day. Yeah, it is. What was it like working in the fields? It was, it was bad. It was bad. Like throwing up and stuff like that. In like harsh conditions, and especially since the sun is beaming down on you. You need a lot of water, and like you can't get a lot of breaks. If I if I were caught getting a break, I would probably get fired. So when you work an eleven-hour day, you get a one yes, twenty-minute break. Yes, ma'am. Where do you go when you need to use the bathroom? Um. Well, what I do is um. Like, I find woods, and if there's no woods, I have to find a place where there's no workers at. They didn't have paper and nothing like that, and so I had to use leaves. In 2015, a group of scientists uncovered that nicotine levels from working in tobacco fields greatly exceeded nicotine levels from smoking cigarettes. We did a study where we looked at cotinine in urine of farm workers compared to non-farm workers. The urinary cotinine levels of non-smoking farm workers was 541 nanograms per milliliter, whereas the urinary cotinine levels of smoking non-farm workers was 199 nanograms per milliliter. So the farm workers had two and a half times as much cotinine, even though they did not smoke. When I threw up, the owner um, told me, he said, you could keep on working. I mean, everybody goes through that, not only you. Protections are not reaching children in the fields. Companies like Philip Morris International, British American Tobacco, Altria Group, Reynolds American. They've set up a system where they don't uh, have the responsibility for what happens on the farm. I would get rashes. Then my body started hurting. And the leaves are kind of, they got something like, something they put in the leaves. The tobacco fields that supply companies like Philip Morris and Reynolds are sprayed with an enormous amount of pesticides and herbicides, many of which are banned in other countries. The chemicals can get on you, and they can make you really, really sick and hurt you. I was in the hospital for a week because of it. Because of what? The chemicals. It was going through my bloodstream, plus I was coughing up blood because of the chemicals. It is unclear which chemical caused illness among the children interviewed but a commonly used pesticide is chlorpyrifos. It is made by Dow Chemical and is banned on three continents. 
The Obama administration attempted to ban this chemical in favor of less toxic alternatives. The EPA scientists under the Obama administration found that the chemical could interfere with children's brain development. Reduced IQ, uh, lower working memory scores, um, increased ADHD. Regulating these poisons that endanger American children is now unlikely. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. Every regulation should have to pass a simple test. Does it make life better or safer for American workers or consumers? In February 2017, President Donald Trump ordered the Environmental Protection Agency to remove restrictions on several harmful pesticides, including Dow Chemicals, Chlorpyrifos. Dow Chemical had just donated $1 million to President Trump's inauguration. President-elect Trump, I, I can't tell you, I tingle with pride listening to you. Dow Chemical CEO Andrew Liveris was at the president's side when this order was signed. Behind me, and uh, Andrew, I'd like to thank you for initially getting the group together. Three months after Trump's executive order, a farm in California was forced to close after dozens of workers were poisoned by chlorpyrifos. Top story here at 5. More than 50 farm workers exposed to a pesticide drift this morning southwest of Bakersfield. The active ingredient in the insecticide is chlorpyrifos. It is reported to cause severe neurotoxic symptoms in humans. Chlorpyrifos is manufactured by the Agrosciences Division of Dow Chemical Company. Chlorpyrifos will continue to be used in tobacco farming. He kept telling us he was sick, he was feeling sick. And he passed out and he laid, we just laid him up under the leaves until we could get the ambulance to get there. And it's like, that was like the scariest day of my life. Like I thought I was gonna lose my best friend because of it. How old was he? He was 12. We were, I was 13, I just turned 13, he was 12. It's okay. <laughs> work in tobacco farming is treated just like work in any other agricultural crop, which means, you know, 12-year-olds can be out in the field working 50 or 60 hours a week, and that's perfectly legal. A few years back, uh, the Obama administration proposed regulations to label tobacco as hazardous. Powerful agricultural lobbying groups came out strongly opposed to these regulations. And in the end, the Obama administration caved to these groups and really abandoned child farm workers. We need to see more political will from our policymakers in Washington to protect kids who are at risk working on farms in our country. Truly heartbreaking, truly, truly heartbreaking. Um, 818-985-5735, it's so important to support this work. Um, $120 for the film showing on June 9th, which is National Children's Day at Occidental College. And there will be a question and answer with the film producers, so you'll be able to talk directly to the producers and figure out what you can do to actually make a difference. So $120 goes a long way to actually join this fight. Um, $100 for the DVD, and you know, there I'm an organizer, so 
I'm encouraged, you know, just get one if you can afford one. But if you can afford two, if you can afford five, get five and give them out and start organizing folks and do something about this, right? 818-985-5735. And, you know, the, the concept of a muckraking film, you know, I, I don't do muckraking work. Muckraking was, is a term that was used by a guy named Lincoln Steffens in the early – in other words, in the, throughout capitalism – there have been good people that have tried to say, at least let me tell you what's wrong with it. They've ex- Charles Dickens, uh, he, he exposed the factory system and the poverty in England. Uh, Upton Sinclair had a book called The Jungle, which was just a ho- about the horror of the meatpacking industry. Um, uh, but, but I more come out of the tradition of The Battle of Algiers, which is you know the film about the Algerian Revolution, or Norma Ray, which is a film about organizing in the factories, in this case, which is a women's film, uh, or a third world film, or uh, The Spook Who Sat by the Door, which was at least the concept of a third world, black-led counterinsurgency, or or I should say revolutionary movement against the CIA. So those are the films that I like, the Paul Robeson films, but I also do read on my screen a lot, and in films like this, that I need to know the depth of the problem. Arundhati Roy did a, did writes articles about Indian farmers killing themselves because they're working 15 hours a day and they can't even eat mm-hmm. because of Monsanto. So you have to have a tough stomach, but on the other hand, what we're saying is if you don't want to see it, it's because you don't want to know. And these are children's right. groups. These are children's groups that are going to say to you, please see the film because it's international... Children's Day, I want to point out these are third world children, overwhelmingly black, Latina, Indian, uh, African, you know, these, most of these happen truly in the third world by U.S. transnationals with the full support. It also points out that President Obama made a half-hearted, which is, that's his real slogan, half-hearted, he made a half-hearted effort to regulate it, and then he caved into the corporations. So 818-985-5735, it's 2.30 already, and we have not gotten a lot of calls, and we need them, okay? Now, this is a, a we, we last week, we, spent, we had the Paul Robeson film, and it's amazing, and we did raise a lot of money, and the film was $250. So this is a, a, a more reasonable premium. It's $100 for a 120-minute uh, feature-length documentary. The filmmaker is Sharasi Tandon. The writer is, is Chad Beck. They're both going to be, so let me go slow now on the actual premium, okay? So there's a pair of tickets to the screening of Invisible Hands on National Children's Day, Sunday, June 9th, from 2 to 5 at the Choi Auditorium at Occidental College. Includes the questions and answers of the filmmaker. You'll also get the Invisible Hands DVD sent to you so that is, um, the film is $100, and the film's called Invisible Hands, 818-985-5735. Can I get a witness? And for $120, you get the film plus two people on the uh, June 9th film showing. We're not getting a lot of calls, and we need a lot of calls. Come on, voices, listeners. You can do this for the show. For $100, for those of you who haven't done it yet, this is anyway something you want to do for the station, plus voices from the front lines, plus the film. 
Uh, Kiana, any thoughts on why people should give us this money and buy the film? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, at this point in in humanity and in the history of the United States, we have more information available to us than ever before. So there's really no excuse for right. people to be uninformed. Perfect. That's a choice at this point. That's exactly so, right. But also, when it comes, speaking of the film, featured in this film um, is the the information that parents are not given jobs That's right. because their children That's right. are taking those jobs. But here's the thing. The children are not documented. So why wouldn't you have a, a child... Why wouldn't you have the name of the child? Because they're not supposed to be there, which also means that they're not getting the protection that they need when they're in these poisonous fields. They don't have gloves. They don't have head headgear. They don't have anything to protect them from the elements. They, these are children who are undergoing things that they should never have to endure. And no company wants to provide tiny gloves because then someone's going to say, well, why do you need these really small gloves and helmets and things? Well, that's because the company's going to be called out at that point. So, guys, get this information. Please understand how you can be involved in this and how your everyday purchasing decisions, they determine whether or not that 5-year-old, that 12-year-old, or that 16-year-old ends up being exposed to more toxins and ruining their lives, essentially, all for a cheaper product for us. Guys, it's not right. We need to take our personal, we need to take personal action. This is a very personal problem. We wouldn't want this to happen to our families. So we need to make sure that we're not allowing this to happen to our brothers and sisters as well. So, And how many, yeah. because you also work on Feminist Magazine and the, and we'd like to believe that Voices tries to be also fighting for women's liberation. What percentage of in the film of the young people are, are girls? Uh, so it, I don't remember that percentage, but I think a significant number uh, of children uh, and are, are female. Right. So you have young boys and young, gir right. young girls in, these, in mines, mining for cobalt, for our cell phones. You have these little girls mainly in factories making clothing. That's right. So if we talk about percentage, you have these small children making clothing in these sweat oh, box God. factories, passing out. They're starved. They're thirsty. They're under, they're under horrible conditions. 818-985-5735. This is our fund drive. So the way we do it on Voices is, first of all, the good thing is this is a premium that's going to educate you. So we're now doing a show. This is like in some way, hold on. What we try to do on Voices is one reason we use premiums is not simply to get you to call in and use it, but it allows us to talk about Paul Robeson. It allows us to talk about the Bus Riders Union. It allows us, when we did the Nakba film, it allows us to talk about Palestine. Today we're talking about child labor, young girls labor, third world labor. So this is programming. This is not primarily simply a fund drive. And I like this because we're learning, as Keanu said, a lot of great things. So 818-985-5735. Come on, especially if I can ask our women's listeners, if I can ask people that care about labor, you know, you talk about unions in the United States. With all due respect, we're fighting for 15. And right. these are six-year-old kids who, like uh, Kiana said, they can't ever get the gloves because Monsa if Monsanto starts ordering these gloves, 
you know, I saw this other uh, very important at the uh, Jewish Voice for Peace. They said that uh, in the Palestinian uh, concentration camps, essentially, in Lebanon, that the Lebanese government cannot recognize this because if they recognize it, then the UN will say, okay, now they're your citizens. And the, uh, and the Palestinians say, I don't want to be a Lebanese citizen because that's to me I don't have the right to return to Palestine. So I right. want to be a refugee, which is tough. And they say, all right, if you're a refugee, then nobody can acknowledge you because if we acknowledge you, we have rights. So I think the point we're trying to say is imperialism is such an ugly system that it's got a new concept, which we can't even acknowledge your humanity and your name because if we do, then we have a moral and possibly legal responsibility for it. So we have an idea. Let's just bring these young women and boys and girls into the fields. Many of them will die in the fields. They'll never reach adulthood. And for a lot of you that are saying, you know, you're worried about your kid and you bring it to a child psychologist, uh, you wouldn't want your kid in the field. So 818-985-5735 for $100, you get the film. Invisible Hands, which we're getting it clearer, Invisible Man, which is Ralph Ellison, and Invisible (laughs) Hands, which is this, it's all the same thing, which is America doesn't want to see. We need you. We're not getting a lot of calls. Who's the first and second and third people to come forth and say, we're going to help voices. I want to get the film. I want to help the fund drive. 818-985-5735. It's a very low premium at $100, one twenty for the the, uh, the film and two tickets. Uh, I'll have one Channing and one Kiana, and then we'll go to the next clip, okay? Sure, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Um, you know, the thing, just on this muck-breaking point, right? You know, what's interesting about that is when I learned about the war in Vietnam— one of the things I learned about was just the role of media and the role of film and, you know, having on national television the United States going in and bombing these innocent people. And, you know, that being a very big effect on what moved people to come out against the Vietnam War. Which is why they don't do it anymore. Which is why they don't do it that's, anymore. That's right. Right. And so that makes this film even <clears throat> more important that this is not on national television, and they don't want it to be on national television. You don't see any of the so-called progressive radio stations actually supporting films like this that are actually, you know, just putting the truth in your face. Um, And KPFK is trying to do that. And so, you know, we need your help and support to actually support KPFK and to support this film and support this movement. So do call now, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Yeah, uh, so I just wanted to uh, remind people it's going to be at Occidental on June 9th, International Children's Day. This is a day where we can all actually take the initiative to make some conscious decisions. When we go to the store, I can't stress it enough. Please pay attention to the brands that you're supporting because your money is a direct reflection of your support. It's a direct reflection of your beliefs, your values. So p- please make it count and let's, 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 make, let's make a global change. So as she said, making money counts. 
we need, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, somebody just said that they're not going to be able to come to a particular film showing because they're doing work for the Girl Scouts. And I think that's really great, but these kids are not Girl Scouts. These are young girls in in exposed to tobacco, exposed to pesticides. And if you care about children's issues, if you care about girls, if you care about boys, if you care about the third world, if you care about... You know, that I was telling Jenny that I don't agree with this $6 tax on a pack of cigarettes okay. because that's a way of taking young black and Latino kids who have an addiction that they gave you, and that money is not stopping people from using uh, cigarettes. That money is going to the police inside. The, that tax is going to the state government right. that's running a police force against the same kids. Right. The answer is ban the tobacco. And the answer is put the $6 fine, a $6 fine, not a tax, for every pack of cigarettes, put a $6 fine on uh, Liggett and Myers and, and Altria and all those and say, we want those kids in the third world, if you're going to have to even grow that tobacco, to, to have a minimum wage there. 818-985-5735. For our regular voices, listeners, please call in. And we're going to run the next clip now. Thank you so much. The children cannot form the trade unions. They cannot go to the court of law. They cannot go on strikes. They cannot bargain their wages or their living working conditions. So they are always preferred uh, than the parents of these children. Throughout Indonesia's palm oil plantations, children suffer injuries from the rugged terrain, heavy lifting, and the use of dangerous tools. Uh, in palm oil, particularly, children do not have equipment, uh, boots, uh, protecting helmet when working, and also uh, a rubber glove when working in the in the plantation. This uh, uh, accident in workplaces in plantation is quite high among the children. If companies were to provide safety gear to children, it would be an admission that they use child labor. Just by working on the plantation, children are exposed to toxic chemicals such as the herbicide Paraquat, which is known to cause Parkinson's disease. Children with these uh, pesticide backpacks, um, no protection on their backs, no respirators, no, no masks. They get chemical burns. Uh, the ultimate effects on their health won't be known for a couple of years, but these are genotoxins. It's not going to be good. After the palm fruit is picked, it is loaded onto trucks and delivered to a mill within 24 hours. The mill sterilizes and presses the fruit, creating crude palm oil. From there, it is refined, separated, and sold to corporate giants. Unilever, Procter & Gamble, Nestle, Kellogg's, and Colgate Palm Olive, all by palm oil from Wilmar. Palm oil gets everywhere. It's in stuff that we use every day. I spent some time in, in, in Sumatra and found that one of Nestle's suppliers, Wilmar, had incidences of child labor across their plantations. How is that? being tackled by Nestle 
So we look into these instances Im immediately. So if you have con concrete examples, please give I them do, to me. But so does Amnesty <laughs> International. The report by Amnesty International came out a few months ago. In a 2016 report titled The Great Palm Oil Scandal, Amnesty International cites child labor and forced labor abuses on Wilmar's palm oil plantations. According to the report, Nestle, along with Kellogg's, acknowledged that they received palm oil from these Wilmar plantations. So yes, we have been in, in conversation with, uh, with Amnesty and we, we take this, um, this situation very seriously. Wilmar is a, is a big supplier, uh, indeed. Uh, in, in palm oil, uh, the, the challenge is uh, that you have to have traceability uh, to the plantation um, in order to be able to, to completely remediate the situation. You will often hear, well, we just don't know about those conditions. How can we know, right? We're buying from a supplier, the supplier is sourcing from a big farm. Uh, the farm subcontracts out to smaller producers, and it's impossible for us to find out. And that's not true. It's, that's, that's willful ignorance. Uh, these companies, if they want to, can find out. Many of the companies, they have good social responsibility documents, uh, and they publish them on their websites. And that is, that is there because of the consumer's consciousness. But when it comes to realization, then they uh, pass on the responsibility to the second level or third level of their contractors or subcontractors. In 2016, Amnesty International exposed that children as young as four are working in cobalt mines across the Democratic Republic of Congo. The cobalt from these mines is used in lithium-ion batteries found in products from Samsung, Microsoft, Apple, and Sony. Fourteen months after this report was released, Apple was the only company to suspend use of cobalt from these mines. Globally, 168 million children are in full-time jobs. Ironically, 200 million adults are jobless. Many of these jobless adults are none but the very parents of these children. If children are freed from child labor, then huge employment opportunities would be created. Most companies haven't gone about setting up a system of transparency and auditing to ensure that there aren't child laborers in their supply chains. Companies often aren't interested in finding out what is actually happening. They don't own the farm or factory itself, and so they feel less of a reputational risk. But even if their name isn't on that farm or isn't on that factory or isn't on that ship, they are buying those products and turning a blind eye to what is going on below them. Companies 50 years ago, the first way that they thought about their success when they talked about how successful their company was by how many people they employed how many people did, did they give um, a living wage, a good wage? Today, it's about stock price, it's about profits. We reported total revenue of more than $482 billion.
And this is Alan Minsky, and that is from the film Invisible Hand. And you can pick up a copy of the DVD for a $100 pledge of support to KPFK Radio at 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Now, folks, this hour is such powerful material because it is telling you truths about the global economic system, the global society that's been constructed by the powers that be in our time on this planet right now with their roots deeply in the United States of America. And this information is not made available to the American public. It is kept hidden. Well, KPFK, we do everything we can in our public affairs programming to bring truths like this to light, which is why I really encourage people to support KPFK to make sure that this media outlet still exists. This is the kind of information you're not going to hear anywhere. You're not going to hear it on the publicly the publicly also supported by public dollars, uh, radio stations that have huge corporate underwriting by some of the same corporations right. that are mentioned uh, in on this in this documentary. So this is telling truths that you're really not going to get anywhere else in broadcast media in Southern California, and that's because we are supported by you and you alone, our listeners. So please call 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Pick up a copy of Invisible Bands for $100 or $120 to get it, along with a pair of tickets to the screening at Occidental College. I want to thank Jody Eisenberg in San Bernardino, who did call in. She got a copy of Invisible Hands, the Invisible Hands DVD. Uh, you know, listen to the names, Kellogg, Unilever. Unilever makes all these home products, Campbell's Soup. Uh, Nestle, which was already under a product of a worldwide boycott because of its use of infant formula that generated so many third world women that could not breastfeed their own children. So this is already uh, a a war criminal, essentially a human rights violator. Then we have Microsoft and uh, Samsung. And but, Apple. And, and Apple, you know, but the yeah. point is is that it's world imperialism. It's not a specific bad actor, unfortunately. It's a whole system. And that's why Channing and I invest our time at KPFK because KPFK is in our own way a system, a small one, but a system of resistance. It's not a show here, a show there. We're trying to build a whole radio station. Voices has our own website, voicesfromthefrontlines.com. We have the Labor Community Strategy Center, which is part of that system. And you know the thing they said here about willful ignorance. Uh, I don't want to feel like our listeners are also doing that because some of the, as I was saying, Alan, is these hard films, these hard books that expose abuses and don't have answers. There are people in the world who are having answers, but you first have to know what the problem is. So... I think it's an important film, 818-985-5735. For the 120, which is great, you get two tickets also to the showing. You can uh, go to the filmmakers and say, hey, listen, I want to thank you, Shara C. Tandon, and I want to thank you, Chad Beck, for making this film. And it's on a Sunday, which is good, 2 to 5 at Occidental. 818-985-5735. We only have about eight more minutes, and we need a lot of callers, folks. Uh, if you're going to do the last-minute thing, please start doing the last-minute thing now, okay? Uh, 818-985-5735. You know, one thing that is being mentioned covertly right here is when they're saying that the corporations say they don't know and they don't own the land and so they 
are hands off. No, what they're alluding to is the history of corporate capitalism. And that is in the 1970s, 1950s, 1960s, they did own the farm. Um, there's a whole history about the United Fruit Company that owned large plots of farms in Central America. So they know exactly what they're doing. And so, you know, one very important thing about KPFK is that we are showing you how the system is using their strategy where the system would never show you that, right? And here it is. It's right here in your face that they've known for many years that they're exploiting, you know, black working class and third world people all around the world. And they're using a different strategy to flip it on its head to try to neutralize it. And here we are showing it to you again. So 818-985-5735. 818-985-5735. You know, justice for janitors. I mean, the prince, I could tell you all these things. But let, let me ask you a question, listeners. For those of you in particular who are doing work with young children in the United States on a variety of different issues, I think to show this to a parents group, to show it to people that are already dealing with the foster care system, which is, I mean, this is, look, I say it again, the world is coming to an end and U.S. imperialism is coming to an end. Unfortunately, as of now, U.S. imperialism is going to win because it's going to bring down, it's such a, I mean, for a system to do things like this, you can't reform it. You can't say, you know, the climate is coming to an end or look at the damage you're doing to the planet. They say, well, that's what we do. That's who we are. So mm. you can't find a reform of Adolf Hitler. I wish you could. I, I mean, I believe in reforms, but if something is that evil and venal, so this is a world system, as he said, 168 million young mainly third world girls and boys who are the backbone of the world economy. Come on, let's get this film. Let's help KPFK. And one more thing, and I'll go back to Alan. I like films. You know, Channing and I watch just film all day and night because we had the Nakba film, and I said it again. My wife, Leanne, and I have seen uh, three two-hour segments. We're about to see the fourth two-hour segment. Uh, there's the Paul Robeson set, which we got last week, of, you know, amazing, a four-box set of films. We've used Bus Riders Union film, which a lot of you also got over $2,000, which we appreciate. So add this to your sort of movement film library, 818-985-5735. For $100, get the film Invisible Hands. For 120 get the showing of the film as well. So, no, you get it. It's just $20 extra to get the two tickets to the film on June 9th. Alan, say something profound. 818 <laughs> 985 Well, look, I'm just uh, super excited that we were able to provide this kind of insight and material and, you know, investigative research. That's, that's what right. this documentary exactly is. right. Uh, and this information provided to the listeners of Southern California. And I just hope that people call in and a big show of support for this kind of programming, this kind of, uh, again, investigative research over the airwaves here on Southern California. The number is 818-985-5735 to pick up a copy of Invisible Hands for a $100 pledge or get it together with a pair of tickets to see the film. Sunday, June 9th at Occidental College, you know, that's right nestled in there around Eagle Rock and Highland Park. 
uh, so not far from Silver Lake downtown, East LA, et cetera, uh, within range certainly of Pasadena and so much of Southern California. You can get there pretty easily. 818-985-5735, close to the two freeway, apparently the freeway with the least amount of traffic of any of the uh, freeways through LA County. 818-985-5735, that's a, such a selling point. Invisible, <laughs> invisible hands, 818-985-5735, pledge of support to pick this up. Great investigative journalism, the type of thing you do not see sponsored by the corporate media, but you hear about here at KPFK. And I want to tell you that uh, we have uh, uh, Lisette Tapia, who's been on the board operator. We had Kiana Williams, Alan Minsky, Channing Martinez, Eric Mann. Think about how many people just worked to try to get you to listen to this show and then to get you to send us the $100, uh, even if there wasn't a premium. If you divide it up among the five of us, you get it. But don't worry about it. Channing and I don't need any of your money. No. But KPFK wants your money. 818-985-5735. So again, thanks, Lisette. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Kiana. Channing, you get the last words. Sure. Come on, 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. Give right now $100 for this film, $120 to get the film and two tickets and to be able to meet the producer, um, and to be able to support this very important movement, show that you actually care, show that you're actually in solidarity, 818-985-5735. We have, uh, we have a few people on the phone now. 818-985-5735. Join them. Pick up Invisible Hands. Pick up the DVD. And again, support the great work that this whole team did, uh, especially Kiana, Eric, and Channing, in putting together this show, and also the general manager, Anya Field, That's really right. wanted exactly this to be, right. and, and, and Richard from the film club in the background helping out with this. So again, bringing the information from Invisible Hands to the airwaves here in Southern California, call 818-985-5735. Thanks, Voices listeners. You know, you do a great <laughs> job for us. We're going to go in the phone room now. You know the fun part? is we sit in the phone room, and sometimes in the last three minutes, you all call in. So please do for $100, 818-985-5735. Again, thank you, Lisette, the board operator. Let's go out and let's listen to some music. And now, the end is near. And so I got to face the final curtain. Friends, I'll say clear. And state my case of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full of travel each and every highway and more, much more than this. I did my own. 